Hello, Warwick. Hello, Nicole. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready for this. Okay. My boss told me to have a really good day. Okay. Sounds like a nice boss. Yeah, lovely fellow. But it meant that I went home. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies and Business Podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade, helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. So anyway, uh, I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Hello, listeners. I guess it's just me this week on the pod. i got nothing to say. Yeah. Oh, how does that work when you're your own boss, though? I don't know. I just give myself the day off, but that doesn't seem to work. I've no, because then so the next many day times. rubbish because <laughs> you've got to catch up on everything. And it is true. Hello, listeners. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, now, we, I think we skipped last week because oh. we were traveling and stuff. Goodness me, that's we dreadful of us. May have. We may have. We had a good day. We didn't do you did have a good day. And this is coming to you after the <laughs> ladies' retreat. And we had a great retreat with all of our wonderful tradie wives. Mm. We were just down in, two, in Hobart. It was very cold, but we had a lot of fun. And what happens on ladies' retreat stays on ladies' retreat. There's been so much going on in March for us here at Tradies in Business that I can't even remember which weeks we released what podcasts. So um, all I know is what we're talking about today is the recession. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we really should pay for sound effects because they're rubbish. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're as funny as your jokes. Thank you. Uh, well, we're kind of talking about the recession a little bit. Is there a recession? Isn't there? No one really knows. What we do know is that uh, the Reserve Bank are pretty keen to um, punish us all and uh, keep putting rates up. And we are hearing from, unfortunately, a large number of trade business owners that phone's gone either a bit quiet or totally quiet or things have dropped off a bit or maybe they're just a bit worried about what might be happening down the track. People aren't spending the money on the projects. And that's understandable when our mortgages are chewing up more of our wallet. Uh, some things get a bit slower. So... Unfortunately, a lot of people also think, Coxie, that there's really no other solution to that than to just cut costs, um, be really careful, uh, you know, work hard on the tools, lay off staff, all that sort of contractionary stuff that unfortunately as well, and I've used that word three times in a row on purpose, I have seen people shrink themselves out of business in previous um, economic cycles like this one. But there's a different solution that we want to talk about today. There is a different solution. And I do also want to point out that we are still in March. And I think uh, what I'm seeing is because there is so much fear in the media, and we don't believe in a lot of what they're talking about, so we're going to stay clear of a great deal of that here on the podcast. And because there is so much fear everywhere that you look, the normal ebb and flow of the phone calls that happen in the first half of the year can be misunderstood to be part of what everyone is calling a recession. I want to remind you that 
most of you don't start work again until after Australia Day. And if you do, you're, you're running on a skeleton staff or you're doing less projects, it's less work at the beginning of January. Then the kids go back to school and here we are in March and every other family still recovering from the hangover that is Christmas for our wallets. And we're just about to roll into Easter and we'll be thinking about taking another cheeky weekend away over Easter and maybe then even Anzac Day. And it really honestly so frequently is Uh, May, June, before the phone really starts ringing again. So I do want to make that comparison that the fear that is out there might not yet be warranted. And I'd encourage you to look at what your normal um, experience is at this time of year. If you've been in business more than one year, you will have an experience for this time of year. And I would suggest for many of you, it would look like, particularly if you exclude the couple of years around COVID where we had big booms off the the back of that. If you went back before that, if you're lucky enough to have been in business for that many years, I suggest you go back and have a look at any records that you have kept. I think you'd be surprised to see this quite normal for this time of year. So I do really want to remind you that some of that fear is very misplaced. However, it's easy to fall into that trap when everywhere you look seems to be talking about recession and what that looks like or could look like for you. So listeners tradies in business the cool thing about what we're going to talk about today and um and also some education that we're running later in the month Mm -hmm. is that it applies no matter which of those uh reasons if you like is driving the potential slowdown and if you're not seeing a slowdown at the moment then this applies to you equally as much Mm -hmm. um because at some point things will change for you. Uh, even if there's never a recession and it's just constant growth at some point, I don't know all the reasons why in business, um, things go quiet. The market changes, our business changes, we get sloppy, we get complacent, whatever happens, and eventually we run out of clients or referrals and... Oh, I want to use the unfortunately word again, Nick, so I will. <laughs> unfortunately, it all seems to be a bit of a mystery mm. for most tradies in business as to, oh my gosh, where did all the leads go? What happened? Mm. And it's because they don't do enough work around their marketing, which is what we're talking about today, and treating marketing as a science rather than this mystical thing where you just chuck money at stuff and there's all these creative people that do stuff. And and I think what's happened is that a lot of uh, business owners and particularly tradies, they don't think they actually know how to do marketing. And that's, yeah. that's a crock. You all know how to do your own marketing. We're currently doing it in one form or another, whether you understand what you're doing or not. That's right. So marketing can be having a conversation with someone. We call that networking. It's a fancy mm. term that means that you are marketing your business. The uniforms that you wear, the signage you have on your ute, the email signature, the phone message bank, the uh, site signage, all of that stuff is marketing, whether you understand that you're doing that or not. So I think here uh, we need to get a little bit clear around what marketing might look like for us in our business. If we haven't kept track of it before, so this is the first trap we see quite frequently when we talk to someone who says, oh, the phone stopped ringing. Okay, well, what have you done previously that worked? Um... 
and they can't give us the science or the data behind mm. what has worked before. I think the very first step is to analyze what has potentially worked for you before. Now, you might ha- not have the hard, fast figures on what that looks like, but our biggest tip to you is to ask everybody that inquires with you where they first heard about you. Now, first being the most important word in that sentence. And it's first because many people trip into saying, oh, I just Google searched you. But what meant that when they Google searched you, they found you? Was it because they'd seen the ute when they were filling up at the service station and it triggered something for them to then go and search your business name? Or was it because they were looking for a plumber in your area and you've paid a lot of money for SEO and suddenly it's working? Either way, you require that information to be able to make informed decisions on what marketing has worked for you previously. So if you haven't done that before, Let's make some assumptions on what you feel to be true and let's start measuring right from today so that as you move forward and build out your marketing plan, you're able to say, well, you know what? That Facebook stuff that we did didn't work. We're not going to do that again. That took too much time and money. We're going to move on over to the school newsletters because that has worked really successfully for our plumbing business. So great opportunity for you to start to collect that data. And I think the other thing we see work so often is the temptation to fall into the swift marketing uh, promises that are made by SEO agencies, that are made by website building companies, by people that use tricky language that we don't always understand to make us feel like we're inferior, that we must believe what they're saying. And then they have a whole bunch of often made up stats to support the work that they do. And unfortunately, many times the results are not where we need them to be. Mm. They're not getting on ranking onto Google uh, within six months or 12 months like they promised. And then even if we do rank on Google, what compels someone to click on that link in the first place? It's not just because it's in the top three. So I guess the message I'd really like to get across today is marketing can, marketing can be very simple. Mm-hmm. It needs to be consistent and thorough and it doesn't need to cost a lot of money, if any, at all. Hey, Tradies in Business, was here. Sorry to interrupt your listening pleasure. I'm joined by Coxie, of course. <laughs> Hello. You may not know this tradie or tradie wife or whoever you are listening to this program, but we're business coaches. <laughs> oh my gosh, that feels I weird know. to say. <laughs> <laughs> but we do actually work with people just like you to solve a bunch of problems. And we have this fantastic program called the Tradiepreneur Program, and that's how we do it. And we do it with a wonderful community of trade business owners who are all trying to fix or improve or change things to progress. Things like getting behind on quoting coxie feeling overwhelmed behind on your invoicing feeling really stressed or frustrated about the money stuff sometimes you can pay the bills sometimes you can't what about staff oh my goodness oh my gosh staff. trying to get them to do what you want them to do if you can even find them in the first place uh there's so many struggles and we've seen clients tackle these things in their trade businesses in a quite a short space of time to be honest mm-hmm during the program and recruit staff at a time where everybody was saying you can't get good staff, mm-hmm. improve their quality from their team, collect their debts much more quickly. We How have about sessions. Tips? Yes. Getting tips. Yes. Yeah. So uh, people rounding up customers, rounding up the invoice by hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. because they're so happy with the sales process and the experience of dealing with the trade business owner and their team. So 
some amazing stories from our clients. But, you know, as they say in the, in the commercials, don't take it from us. Uh, <laughs> hear what some of our clients have to say. Coming into Christmas, we are not worried about money. We've got enough money in the bank to pay everybody's leave. There's work booked in for the new year. And for the first time in a long time, we'll be having three weeks off and not worrying about the business. That's probably the biggest win of all. Using the cash flow forecast, I've been able to look into the future and see where I'm going to be situated financially. And it's actually started to have a huge bearing on whether or not I make purchases. By far, one of the best things about working with Nick and Woz are the other businesses that are working alongside them. It is amazing how empowering it is to be working alongside like-minded people who have similar goals, similar troubles. We can all relate to each other and everybody helps everybody out by figuring out problems with you that they may have faced previously. Everybody has solutions and constructive feedback and it's an incredibly friendly, warm, welcoming environment, not threatening at all. From every job, I know that I will get a sustainable wage that's industry leading. I can have at least 10 to 20% profit and I can pay taxes, super, all of that. And I do not have to question whether or not I can because of the way that it's been built. And that is thanks to traders in business and what they've taught me and what I've learned. So there you go. There's some real people. We did not pay them to say those things. <laughs> and I think that sounds a lot better than Coxie and I reading them out. We really would love for you to check out more about how you could take your trade business to where you would like it to be. Surely you have a vision of what things could be like or what you wish they were like on a day-to-day -day basis, mm -hmm. um, whether that is reducing stress or actually making more money. Maybe it's spending more time with the family, taking more holidays, having the choice mm. that you really wanted when you started your business instead of this beast that seems to be there for many of you listening to this program. So if you want to find out more about how we do this through the Tradiepreneur program, Coxie's going to tell you all about it. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm going to be really secretive and uh, keep all of our magic up our sleeves. What I would like you to do, though, is head on over to tradiesandbusiness.com.au. You can learn all about us, why we do what we do, and how you can work with us, what that actually looks like. There's a whole bunch of free stuff there for you to download, uh, lots of options. We've always got new stuff going up onto the website and a great place for you to learn a whole bunch more about how you can work with us. You can even book a 15-minute chat. For free. Free. That's how abundant we are. So head over to the website, uh, check it out, book a chat with us, and we'd love to find out if you'd be a great fit for the Tradiepreneur community and start hanging out with some of those people that you just heard from. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of it is about maths or science, whichever yes. one you want to call it. As Coxie said, um, measuring everything. So you know, if you're if you're a tradesperson listening to this, you know how important measuring stuff is. Mm. It's it's you can't do your job without measuring stuff. I don't care if you're a concreter, a glazier, a plumber, a builder. It doesn't matter. Everything about your trade involves measurements, and so business is largely the same. And it's why when when a lot of our tradiepreneur clients, especially the guys um, who tend to be the tradespeople on the tools, uh, but when they get this, when the penny drops they actually become really good at business all of a sudden mm. because business is all about measuring stuff. It's measuring where your customers come from. You can track that. You can measure it. Um, how many of them are coming from each of your marketing strategies? 
what conversion rate are they are they uh, or, or what's the rate of conversion from each of those strategies? You know, what percentage of your Google um, inquiries are converting into customers compared to your Facebook group posts or your networking contacts? So you can measure that as well. You can measure how much money you're spending on marketing strategies, mm-hmm. and you can even spread that measurement out over all of the different strategies and the conversion rates, and you can start to work out some really cool numbers that tell you how much it costs you to get a new client. And then with that, you can make really great decisions as a business owner, not someone who's convinced that, you know, all these marketing people are smarter than you. But as a business owner, you can then go, well, holy crap, if this cost me this much, 500 bucks to get a client, and this strategy cost me a thousand bucks to get a client, I make the same money from that same client. The $500 client strategy sounds like a better idea. Mm. Why am I doing the $1,000 client strategy? Mm. And so you all have these skills at hand. You're all good at measuring stuff. Just a lot of you don't know what to measure and also the how to. So Mm. um, part of what we do here at Traders in Business, as you all know, we've been talking about it for a whole bunch of years, is um, we work with clients in our Tradiepreneur program and we teach all of this stuff. We teach them, we give them the templates and the tools to actually put all this in place. We coach them and mentor them so that they don't get distracted and, you know, end up back on site and doing the old stuff again, mm-hmm. wondering why things aren't changing. And what we're actually doing is um, every month uh, this year, well, except for January and December, mm-hmm. um, but every month this year, Coxie and I are running uh, some free training for anybody who wants to jump in. So on the 30th of March... Um, whenever you're listening to this podcast, if it's before then, then great. You can still register. If it's after then, sorry, you have to catch the next one. Um, but on the 30th of March, we're doing a quick half hour session and we're going to jump into some of these specifics. Mm-hmm. Cost you nothing. Um, you can get some great education and you can take control of your marketing. So whether you think there's a recession coming, whether this is just a seasonal cycle in Australia, which I'm pretty familiar with those two, Coxie. I've seen them happen every year for the last 20 years. Benefit of age, is it not? (laughs) Thanks very much. Um, Or or whatever the case is, or if you want to grow your business and you're thinking, well, things are great and I actually want to grow my business or you want to get some more time back by working with better customers, whatever is motivating you, on the 30th of March, we're going to uh, do a a quick 30-minute free training session. We're going to give you all the good stuff, none of the fluff. Um, which means Coxie's running the show. <laughs> and uh, you can take control of your marketing for your tradie business. Um, if you want to find out more about that, uh, I think the best place is in the Facebook group or via the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so website's tradiesandbusiness.com.au. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's enough of a plug for the, the free session coming up, Coxie. What are a couple more myths around marketing where – I think tradies just, they get fooled by the hype. A a big one, well, I could go on ad nauseum about (laughs) marketing companies and the results that they bring or website companies or rebranding or many other opportunities for you to have the wall pulled over your eyes. And some of that, I I don't want to pull away from that altogether. Some of that is really quite necessary Mm. and can work quite well if it's part of a bigger strategy. I think one of the areas that we hear a lot is I've never had to advertise. I just rely on word of mouth. Oh, my gosh, Nick. 
with a dollar <laughs> for every time somebody said that, we would never need to advertise because we wouldn't That's right. continue doing what we're doing. That's right. And I really want to encourage you to understand how that is even happening for your business. What is it about what you do or who you speak to or who you serve, how you show up? that has created that outcome for you. And then I want to, I I really encourage you to capture that and create a referral system because that's what it is. That's referral marketing. I'd like you to create a referral system that means the people that are referring you to new clients and they turn into clients for you, get some sort of reward. doesn't need to be financial. Just mm. some sort of reward, even if it's that you take the time to drop around and say, hey, thank you very much for referring Mrs. Jones. She's turned into a customer. I really appreciate and value that you took the time to let her know uh, your experience with us. Something small, any kind of token, a handwritten note, something to say thank you for the referral so that that person that has referred your business continues to do so. Mm. What happens is we get complacent. We forget to say thanks. And people then get a little mm, miffed about the fact they haven't been thanked or recognized or thought of in return. And what happens from there? It starts to dry up. And suddenly you're like, I don't know what's going on. I've always been able to rely on word of mouth. Turns into the phone isn't ringing. Nothing's happening. So even that is important for you to start to gather the data on, understand who's making the referral for you and take the time to say thank you in whatever form you deem is appropriate. There's one. I love it. Good old-fashioned courtesy. Yes. We, uh, Coxie and I went to a conference recently and uh, one of the the keynote speakers was talking about just this point of Mm. showing courtesy to others actually makes them feel noticed, makes them feel significant and they'll keep doing it because it Mm. feels good to them. People like to be noticed. Have a look at social media. Just check that out. Have a look how much people like to be noticed. (laughs) So uh, I think that's a, a cracking one, Coxie, that um, people could start working on straight away. So if you're listening to this and you don't have a referral system, if you're not able to turn the tap on or off for your word of mouth referral business, then you have a problem because you're not in control of that that stream of leads and it could dry up mm. and then you don't know how to actually get it back. Uh, the other one I think, Nick, to speak to for me is spending money. Yeah. Marketing doesn't have to cost a lot of money and many marketing strategies cost you nothing. Mm-hmm. Like saying thank you, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, that costs nothing other than a bit of your time and sure, there's a cost to that. But some of the best marketing strategies for our tradiepreneur clients are the cheapest. Yeah, I agree. And they work the, the most consistently and reliably. They're the easiest to implement um, they don't need you to outsource to some fancy consultant who's charging you know, 1500 bucks a month or whatever to just apparently get you a result, maybe. Um, and so I think a lot of people think, well, if I'm going to solve a big problem, I need to spend a lot of money, and that's mm. not necessarily the case. Mm. So there's a couple of, uh, I guess, myths hopefully busted for you, listeners. Um, if you want to learn more about marketing and some of the must-do marketing strategies and uh, tips for your trade business. As I said, jump onto the website, register for our free training that we're running on the 30th of March. It's late in the afternoon. It's only 30 minutes. Um, so you can get in, grab some learnings, and um, get out for a beer or to deal with the snotty kids or whatever's going on. Um, and apart from that, we'll be back with another episode next week, Coxie. We will. We'd never go too far, maybe a week here or there, but we're always around. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hooray.
You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.